Hello, one and all, and welcome to the 325th episode of the Quarantine Cast, recorded on July 27th, 2021. Ryan, I, I'm, I'm confident you're aware of this, considering the industry you work in. The Olympics, not great television viewership this year. Um, it's kind of been building. You think so? It started so? out pretty bad, but it's been it's been building a little bit. Okay. Picking up momentum, picking up steam. That's good. Um, I don't think that's good enough, though. I think the Olympics ah. need to be the most watched event uh, when they're happening and in the four years prior to when they were happening and just bigger year over year until we reach critical yeah. mass. Uh, so I'd like to posit the question... What could we do to make the Olympics more watchable? Um, I mean, everyone always says it before, but you want the the steroid Olympics, right? Yeah. The the the, the there's just no testing. Mm-hmm. Let's see what the human body is capable of using yeah. all of science, <laughs> especially now that they've made the bold decision to go even further than just like we're not allowing steroids we're not allowing some women to compete if their biology doesn't arbitrarily fit what we decide as women yeah yeah that's that's a good move olympics um i want one athlete in each sport from each team to compete in american ninja warrior Mm. yeah sure yeah I want uh, one average person from every or in every event to just kind of set the bar for everyone watching on the couch. Right. <laughs> how 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 it is? What what the event actually would look like if a random person tried to do it? I I watched the uh, men's four hundred meter swimming competition. Um, mm-hmm. Just because an eighteen year old won that, and that is fucking ridiculous to me. And yeah. yeah, you know what? He won that by a couple, I think a tenth of a second. And then the last place person finished two seconds behind that, I think. Mm-hmm. So it does look like, wow, these guys are just eight dudes competing at the same level. This much must be average. No, mm-hmm. not the case. Yeah, no, they'd be lapping someone. Mm-hmm. Um I saw a fun fact that in swimming events, they're measured to the tenth of the second, or no, the hundredth of the second, because it's not possible using our current technology to get the millimeter accuracy required for thousandths of a second. Oh. Like in order to get thousandths of a second, you have to literally be like down to the millimeter, which we can't do in a pool yet. Oh. So they measure it in hundredths of a second. We could do it in the air, but I imagine with the water that adds either like a kind of pressure to the touch or something yep. that, huh. It just kind of fucks it up a little bit. So in swimming events, you'll never see thousands, at least until we have some crazy breakthrough or something like that, which was interesting to me. Hmm. Because like you said, he won by like a tenth of a second. So there is a world where, yeah, it's pretty much a tie probably, and it's hard to tell. Um, and yeah... What else? Uh, oh, a 17-year-old woman won the won one of the swimming events. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't. Yeah, she was from Alaska. Huh. Um, a state where they have one Olympic-sized pool <laughs> in the whole state. 
and she won a gold medal. So that was cool. I don't. I is an Olympic sized pool bigger than just like a lap pool or oh mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, it's fifty meters is the the size. Oh, and that would end. actually make a difference because you got to do the fucking turns and yep. you huh. need to have official size because yeah, turns are half the battle in swimming events. Right. Shit. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think the Olympics should just do Eurovision, but like global. Oh. Yeah. Wait, hold on. <laughs> so song, like singing. Yeah, performance. That should be an Olympic event. <laughs> I mean, gymnastics already it, has like floor events, right? which are pretty much that. Rhythmic yeah. gymnastics, skateboarding is an Olympic thing, and that's mostly swagger too. Like, ah. come on. You didn't watch Olympic skateboarding if you think that's mostly swagger. That, okay, that shit so was so bad. They have swagger. Whoa, what? Dude, Olympic skateboarding. What the? Who? Where? Where were they getting those skateboarders? They were not that good, dude. I've been to Venice Beach and seen skateboarders ten times as good as those ones. Who, who are just chilling. Like, who are clearly high off their ass. Yeah, so- just, like, riding around and doing crazy-ass tricks that are way cooler than any of the shit they're doing. So, okay, so I don't know I what the arbitrary cutoff is no, for no, Olympic no, skateboarding, I, okay. but... Conspiracy theory time, tinfoil hat time. Uh, testing positive for marijuana is a disqualifying drug in the Olympics. So If you're black. <laughs> and it wasn't. Not by the Olympic Committee. That was oh. the United States. I what well, okay wow even worse than yes <laughs> US is yeah. kneecapping themselves in skateboarding because they're not allowing people who are who have ever gotten stoned to compete which that is ninety percent of skateboarders. I I mean even so though yeah. how are there not good skateboard I I don't know if you watch yeah. did you see the guy who got credit carded pretty bad like he fell off his skateboard and just like hit a pole perfectly <laughs> onto. His genitals, like uh, they just—they didn't look good. No, they, like I, and I don't know anything about skateboarding, right. so maybe a like Tony Hawk could chime in and be like, "No, no, 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 no." Here's what you don't understand, but like I've seen the X Games, like they're way, way better than any of the shit that was going on yep. at the Olympics. So I don't know if it's like baseball, mm-hmm. like because basketball, soccer, um. God, what else? Uh, other sports like that that are in the Olympics, professionals are, oh, hockey. Yeah. Professionals are allowed to play. But then in baseball, it's all amateurs. Like So it's mostly college athletes. Is that, so, is that like maybe a... Maybe it's like that? Is that like a, the U.S. is so far and away for this sport? I mean... They're kind of not, though. Really? They have the World, they have the world Baseball Classic. And usually there'll be somewhat competitive games. Huh. Like, I mean, yeah, the U.S. dominates and probably wins a majority of the time. But like, they're not. I mean, it, that was the case in basketball too, and yet we still yeah, I get did that. I don't. I don't know why. We're definitely closer. I mean, who knows this year because we just lost to France. <laughs> but I would say the world is closer to the U.S. in baseball than they are in basketball. Right. Even though this year it looks like we might be in for. A bit of a rough surprise. I, it, um, the timing yeah. isn't usually this bad with the NBA Finals and uh, d- d- and the Olympics, right? Um, no, but also like you, the in the France game, Drew Holiday was art like just undisputably the best player <laughs> on Team USA, and yeah, he played 
a few days ago, then had a victory parade where he got drunk off his ass and then flew out to Tokyo the very next day and then played the day after that. Like, Mm -hmm. so yeah, there's not really any excuse there. Yeah. Especially this year when three people were competing in the finals from the team, it's like, Oh, so we're (laughs) half of the starting lineup is just in the worst condition that they are any time of year coming off of coming off of the most intensive stretch of their sport and just fuck yeah but but they're kind of killing it oh. so it's like all the ones that did get rest and and didn't go straight from the NBA finals sucked oh. like Kevin Durant was awful oh he's he's supposedly if you talk to most people the best player in the world so yeah mm. i don't know it's interesting to me but and people on like the NBA subreddit will say like, "Oh, this team's roster construction is so bad. We don't have a facilitating guard. We don't have enough big presence." It's like, how about the fact that we have thirteen NBA starters mm-hmm. with some bona fide superstars in there, and every other team has like one or two? Yeah, like we have nothing but NBA talent. Most teams have a couple of players that are NBA talent. I- if that. So God, these are the people leading the league that every basketball player on the globe wants to be in. Yeah. Our biggest competition is like Australia mm-hmm. who has like maybe one or two NBA starters and then like six other NBA players. Uh Slovenia which has Luka Doncic who's killing it but then like one other NBA player like mm-hmm. It's just like, how? How in the world? It doesn't matter roster construction. Like, we're, we're literally just better. It's, it's stupid. It means that we're weak. Uh, we don't deserve it. I think, each, I think for each sport a nation competes in, uh, they should put up an acre of land, and whatever country wins that, they get that, those acres of land. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, could, Wait, every, so every event you have to put up an acre? Yeah. Damn. You know what? If you're not yeah, if you're not confident, if you're not confident in the team, you shouldn't <laughs> be fielding it. I'm gonna go ahead and say that's gonna very disproportionately affect like Trinidad and Tobago or something. You know, like island countries that have only a few acres to give up, they're not gonna be able to basically compete. Or, or there won't be a country anymore. Or do they step it up and then suddenly like <laughs> Hey, so we have, I mean, it's not great property, but, like, we could have an embassy in Montana now. If you win. Yeah. They don't win. Well. Those countries don't win, ever. (laughs) (laughs) Like, literally, they're just there so that they can be recognized as a country by the rest of the world. Like, they literally, the Philippines won their first ever gold medal yesterday. The Philippines is a country of 100 million people, and they've been competing for 100 years. And they just won their first ever gold. Like, those small countries literally never win. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Who's who's the smallest country to win a gold medal? Ooh. Uh, Right now. I'm curious. Olympic medal count. Um, Japan's got the most goals right now. U.S., China, the Russian Olympic Committee or whatever because Russia can't compete because they're fucking cheaters. Mm. 
Great Britain, South Korea, Australia, Canada, France, Germany, Kosovo. Oh. Kosovo's got two golds right now. Fucking look out for Kosovo. God damn. How big is Kosovo? Oh god. They've got a cool flag, don't they? Yeah. No, they don't. Well, nah, it's, it's kind of mm. lame. It's just their country on a flag. Yeah, it looks like a fake flag, yeah. and that's Dude, they've got less than 2 million people. Fuck. They've got a third of the population of Wisconsin, <laughs> and they've won two gold medals already. Uh, oof, oof. I forgot that they were calling it Chinese Taipei Ooh. and not Taiwan because, yep. Uh. Um, Tunisia is not very big. Bermuda. Bermuda's pretty small. Mm. Um, Uzbekistan. Yeah, I think Bermuda... Uh, but Bermuda might be bigger than Kosovo. Bermuda, no! Oh my God, Bermuda has sixty-four thousand people. Ah, uh, what? <laughs> and it won a gold medal. I went to a, I went to college in a city <laughs> bigger than Bermuda. Yep. Flora Duffy wins Bermuda's first ever gold medal. Oh, it's in the fucking triathlon. God damn! It's like. No, that's a that's a fucking event. Yeah. That ain't no like oh, they found some obscure event that they could be competitive in. No, that's like a No. That, that I think that was like a founding Olympic event, mm-hmm. right? Like when the Olympics was first brought up. Right. That's fucking wild. Oh, here you go. Bermuda ha- wins summer Olympic gold, has the smallest population to ever do that. Huh. That is the smallest nation to ever win a gold medal in the summer games. I Man, what does training look like for that? Swimming, okay, a lot of places to swim 1,500 uh, 1, meters in B- Bermuda. Yeah. Biking, I imagine you're just doing laps around one of the islands. Yeah, you must just be. And then run, I, okay, I think it's a 10K for a triathlon, so that's that's pretty doable, right. actually. Wow, 64,000 people. Is Flora Duffy, but like it's an Olymp, or it's a British territory, so is Flora Duffy like British? <laughs> I. Ooh. She was born in Bermuda. Okay. Um. She doesn't really say too much. She was appointed then an officer of the Order of the British Empire. Mm. So she's definitely somewhat British. Yeah. They train in Boulder, Colorado. So there you go. Huh. There's your answer. That's they don't fair. train in Bermuda. But, huh. Oh, yeah, the altitude. Oh, yeah, that would help a lot with athletes. Um, So, and I know I probably shouldn't be gazing at a triathlon as I'm training for a marathon, but what do you, what do you think the strat is after you finish the first leg of it, after you finish the swimming? Do you take time to towel off, or are you just biking wet? Yeah, you're biking wet. They, oh. they must have like those suits must just wick moisture, and they just I hope instantly go for it. Yeah, so she went to Warwick Academy, which is the oldest school in Bermuda. Okay, established in 1659. Oh wow, that is old by any standard. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then uh, she went to Kelly College now known as Mount Kelly in England. Mm. But then mm. she graduated from UC Boulder. 
or she got a BA in sociology. I <laughs> that oh what, that's all for an undergraduate. Yeah, well, I think Warwick Academy was a like prep boarding school. Oh, like, wanna yeah for like middle high school or whatever, and then Kelly College was yeah like her community college, and then transferred to UC Boulder. Do you know? Do you know or know of anyone who went like to a who went to a boarding school in high school? I didn't know many people that went to a private school in high school. Oh. There was no private high schools. Uh, the closest one was Madison to my hometown. Yeah, there. Um, you literally had to drive an hour every single day if you wanted, to, and it was like Madison Edgewood, and that was the only real one. There was a private elementary and I think middle yeah. school by yep. me, but it was. It, it was ostensibly Catholic, but also, like, this is where the handful of rich families in the neighborhood are sending their kids because you really? did have to pay for them to attend that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, you did. They, they would give scholarships and shit. But, yeah, we had two different private K-8 through schools. Okay. But then none of them did high school. And, yeah, you would have to go drive, like, an hour if oh. you wanted an actual private school. And, yeah, it was definitely not, like, the rich kids. It was, like, the Christian kids. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Are, are the the rich kids would still just go to public school, like, yeah. the public schools because I think they were better. Oh, like, I think the private schools were more. Yeah, like we want to shelter our kids and raise them Christian, like not mm. uh, very much. Not the um, that they had any level of better. I remember one of like a lot of kids would transfer to the public middle school before eighth grade, uh-huh. so that they could like get their toe into. Yeah. What public school was like before hitting, just being thrown into it in fucking high school and yeah. just go hard. Um, and so, like, we had a bunch of transfers in eighth grade, like a bunch of new students. Um, and then my friend, who I knew because we played club sports together. Oh, yeah. Um, he was going to do that. And then the school, he was so important to the school's basketball team. He was basically the entire team. Uh, that the school like was just like please 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 stay we'll give you a full ride and all sorts of other shit like that like <laughs> all sorts of perks uh, this mi- he was this, he was too good this middle school Christian basketball team was like no yeah. we got to hang on to this right like what how does that benefit the school like what <laughs> I have no idea their second best player uh, was a girl <laughs> I. Huh. And she, I, I can't remember if she came to the middle school, but I don't, but yeah, she was like, like, yeah, I don't think she was even, she was like a solid, she, she was a very good yeah. uh, woman's athlete. Yes. Like she went to college to run mm-hmm. track. Like she was objectively a very good women's athlete. I don't think she was that good at basketball. Right. Like I think she was on the basketball team and like played, but wasn't like the star or anything. And same with him. He was like. I think by his senior year, like, a starter on the varsity team. I don't think he was, like, the centerpiece who, like, did all of it. Like, you know, a starter or, like, one of the first guys off the bench. But mm. apparently that's enough in (laughs) Christian school to, like, carry, you know. I'm also – first, I was going to say, like, wow, I don't know if I've ever – if, like, in middle school there are intramural sports. But then I realized, oh, wait, no, soccer was definitely boys and girls in as late as eighth grade. Uh, I was like, yeah, like, 14 – 14-year-old kids, like, girls probably still as tall, maybe even taller than guys by that. No? You don't think so? No. No. She was the only girl on the team. Okay. 
Like, it was just that she was that good and everyone else yeah. was that bad. Fair. And she became the de facto second best player. Now, I think by, like, late middle school, pretty much every guy's hit puberty. Yeah, they're catching and up. And guys have pretty much outpaced mm-hmm. the girls by that point. I would say, like, yeah, late elementary school, early middle school. Yeah. Yeah, then it's pretty comparable. I remember, yeah, the girls were more... Because, uh, I don't know, you had track and field day. Back oh, in yeah, elementary yeah, yeah. school where you'd go to the track and yeah, do a bunch of Far events and, and stuff. Way better, yep. Yeah, the girls would beat the guys mm-hmm. in uh, running events. I think in like throwing events, guys would still win. And I don't know if that's like evolutionary sexist bullshit that like <laughs> men can just objectively throw better than women. But I've definitely seen that in like documentaries where they talk about like how men's wrists like snap differently, which gives us like more. But yeah, I don't know if that's just like phrenology, basically, just like trying to explain the whole throwing like a girl or whatever the uh, fuck. It, like, I don't know. I mean, I, that might be more of a socialized thing because like every guy I know at least has had the yeah, their dad tries to teach them how to throw a football and a baseball. At least I, I don't I don't know how many women had that experience growing up. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I've seen some guys who can't throw either and yeah so it might maybe it's not like an evolutionary thing i cannot throw a football really no i can't do a spiral at least you know i can get it where it needs to be but i not no gotta gotta creep your hand farther back on the ball than you would have thought right i think that's the main mistake a lot of people who don't throw a football make is that they put their hand in the middle of the football because there are laces there well you want you, I, I do my ring finger and my pinky finger on the back laces. Yeah. And then these these three fingers are on, like, the back of the football. And that gives me the best. But, yeah, a lot of people, they'll just, like, center their hand. And that causes it to tumble because mm-hmm. the center of mass, I guess, isn't being propelled the same way. But, yeah, your hand goes farther back on it than you would think. And then you kind of, kind of like, roll, roll your hand to get it spiraling. Yeah. Well... We'll teach you if you come out for flag football one of these days. <laughs> That'd be good. Add some, add some sprinting to the uh, cardio, cardio routine. That'd be helpful. Why not? Yeah. All right. Thank you all so much for listening to episode two hundred and oh wait, no, not two hundred. We are well past that. Three hundred and twenty-five of the quarantine cast. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok for highlight clips. Uh, questions and business opportunities, viewing at gmail.com. Act blue link in the description if you want to help a collection of great progressive causes. We have a Patreon if you want to help us keep the lights on. Or, now that we're on Anchor, you can just give us money directly if you're feeling generous. Um, otherwise, be sure to follow us on Twitter at V2 underscore podcast for updates and follow me at Lucas Writer on Twitter to keep up with all of my writing. Thank you all so much for listening and good luck with your day. <laughs> <laughs>